to Chicago, where the fires serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is a TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! Episode 73 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. Now. As always, I am Big Z and I'm here with my boy, E-Rock Wannabe. What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. Joining us today once again is the homie Gigantor and fresh off his record release party to talk about his brand new album. As I was saying, Mike Logic joins us for his fourth or fifth time. I don't know. What's up, guys? What up? This is the fifth time. Are you sure? I think so. I think we had the... uh, the fact checkers look into it. This this will be the fifth time. This is what's up, fellas. Thank Mike. you for having me back. Nah, yeah, we love having you, bro. Glad we could sit down together. This is the, this is the uh, fearsome foursome. This is the first time we ever did it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, there's hey, a there's look, a lot to talk so about. So many sound so. clips are going into this so <laughs> quickly, so quickly. Hey, but look, they, hey, we're we're fresh off of Thanksgiving, right? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I mean, that's that's why we did this thing when we were all together. Cause it's turkey to eat, so good. But check it out. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. And if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and make that five stars. And don't forget, you can support the show with the monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Go on over there and click on support, and you can become a subscriber for as low as 99 cents a month. It's the holidays. Help your boys make a little bit of extra change. Every little bit helps because we do it for you. Hey, listen, if you guys like the show, tell your friends, and they'll tell their friends, and we can all be friends. You know what I mean? So, uh, guys, Thanksgiving. Z, what's up, man? How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, Thanksgiving was fun. I mean, was, uh, for us, I had a small family, so, you know, small dinner. You eat with your moms and my sisters, and, uh, um, you know, it was. they made turkey. I'm not a big fan of the turkey. You know, it's so, whatever. So, no. Because it's turkey to eat. So good. All right, you're done. You're done. No turkey for you. Uh, I created a monster. Giganto, what's up? <laughs> Nothing much, man. It was a good time. Had some turkey, had some stuffing. Oh, yeah. Bet you did. Yep. Hey, hey. <laughs> and some arroz con andalus. There we go. That's what I had yeah. for sure. Oh, I had a yeah. full plate of that. All right, Mike, what up? Don't cut me off until I finish my thought. <laughs> I'm going to echo what Big Z said. I'm not a big fan of holiday turkey. However, this year, the turkey was very moist. Oh, boy. And it was well seasoned. Mm. It melted in my mouth almost. Oh, wow. Boy. Oh, wow. Was it was it a, was it an oven turkey or a deep fried turkey? It was an oven turkey. Wow. Ooh. That's tricky, Butterball? They did a really good, I don't know. It might have been Butterball. It was Mariano's for oh, sure. That's was, great. Because it's turkey. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. No. So good. Don't insult his turkey. Hey, listen, turkey is turkey. I mean, look, it's just a big ass chicken. Let's be honest. I yeah. mean, but the problem is, is because it's so big, a lot of the the meat that you get dries out before the inside's even done. So by the time you take it out to rest, it's all dry. That's yeah. the problem. And I mean, yeah. that, that's that's the thing with turkey. You know, like, I, and here, you know, my gripe about turkey, 
when people start carving that turkey what do they do you got that you got that leg oh look at that leg I, I want that one here comes the other leg they might take off the wings and what they do they carve the breast and leave the rest the what carcass, kind of crap is that the carcass is delicious too. the carcass is the best part so make sure that when you see somebody carving it up, you, you get some of that carcass. Well, you make sure you got to flip it over. You got to you gotta flip it over. That's what it is. Flip it and that, work it. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You got to flip it, work it, it's working, man. Hey, that's, that's what it is. I'm not lying. Look, I'm not lying. That, how do you how you think you get to the good stuff? You said flip it, it, oh, flip man. it and work it. <laughs> Cue the Missy Elliott. That's what he said. There you go. Hey, look, it sounds like everyone here had a great Thanksgiving. But now, look, it is time. Christmas is coming up. It's time to buy some gifts. Christmas is almost here. The government checks just ain't cutting us. So let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring, ACSI is a proud partner of both Comcast and RCN. Guys, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales technicians and project managers. Uh, check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. ACSI is an equal opportunity employer. Go get you a job. That's right. Look, we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, the Bears finally squeaking by on Thanksgiving against Yay. the windless Lions. What do you think about that game? <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Don't no. care. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this season. Look, oh, I, was I was telling Z off air. I'm like, Am I the only one who wanted the Bears to lose? Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. And I'll tell you why. Because I, there has to be no doubt that Matt Nagy can no longer coach this squad. And if that's what it takes, the Bears, because they're not, they're not doing it. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not <laughs> doing a damn thing. Let, 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 let's, let's not get and too Justin, frothy. And Justin Fields was bruised. Let's not get too frothy yet. Let's, let's calm down. <laughs> All right. We got, we got other stuff he to He came ready about. to play, man. He did. Oh, yeah. Well, you started it. I, I mean, started. I'll finish it. Technically, technically, I did. But we also, look, we got to talk about these Bulls facing some Eastern Conference foes. Uh, right. Finally, uh, we're seeing Jimmy Butler versus the Bulls. And we're also seeing DeMar DeRozan against one of his old teammates in Kyle Lowry. So that's interesting. Notre Dame makes their final case for the college football playoffs and as always stirring the pot and what you looking at but first this is the big three with big z thanks Rock. i'm big z and you guys are not nope <laughs> waiting for him to do it. <laughs> nope. There you go. All right, for today's stories. Story number one. Oh, man. Uh, this is Bears related. So, wow. Hall of Fame defensive lineman Dan Hampton, who played for the Bears in 1979 to 1990, was arrested last Saturday on suspicion of operating a motor vehicle while intoxicated in Winfield, Indiana. The Lake County Sheriff's Office confirmed last Friday. Police arrested Hampton at 11.59 p.m. last Saturday. He was bonded out of jail after bail was set at $25,000. Mm. Ouch. Yeah, he was, uh, he's 64 and he was arrested and charged with driving while intoxicated in, Arcan in Arkansas in uh, 2012, uh, 2002. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Just five days before the Hall of Fame vote. I mean, he's, you know, he's a little happy. He's, pra he's practicing. Yes. He's, uh, he was celebrating. He's celebrating. So he let's, just be, let's be honest, man. 
if I got a drink, I am never driving through Indiana. No, oh, like no. even if I had one beer, I'm not driving through Indiana. I, I don't like, think Indiana is the worst. Sober, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing but windmills. Corn? No, hell no, nah, man. Yeah, oh yeah, run, try running backwards through the cornfield. Eh? <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Hey. I don't know, man. Look, I, I try to avoid Indiana because uh, as soon you notice as soon as you get close to Indiana, it smells real terrible. So I'm like, I think that's a warning. That's like the the. Danger, Will Robinson, don't go towards the smell. Like, I'm good. I'm turning around. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all I need. Well, now, we no longer have any, any Indiana fans. <laughs> <laughs> Why start now? Oh, boy. Chicago podcast. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Story number two. Police raid Everson Griffin's home after the Minnesota Vikings player posted an Instagram video, posted an Instagram video claiming someone was trying to kill him. Mm. According to reports, the police were alerted at his home after they received a telephone call that stated someone was inside after and after having arrived at the scene the authorities were involved in a deadlock with everson as what to do next mm. clearly he was in distress but they managed to resolve things peacefully and luckily for everyone involved there was no damage done in the official police statement authorities said griffin was also told the 911 dispatcher that he had fired a weapon but no one was injured Law enforcement and psychologists from the Minnesota Vikings have been in ongoing communication with Griffin, who has refused to come out of his residence. Unfortunately, however, the so-called intruder was never found, which suggests that perhaps the American football player is still undergoing psychological stress. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, this was a crazy story. He was taken to a mental health uh, facility uh, last Wednesday um, after this this happened. And, um, yeah, he's now he's on the uh, NFL's reserve non-football endless list, and he'll be away from the team for at least three weeks. So, uh, you know, this kid, he's 33 years old. He's been playing football, obviously, all his life. And you know, when we get 30, after you get over 30, you know, you've been playing it for quite some time. So, I mean, this sounds to me like we kind of talked about before, CTE. Yeah, CTE. You know, um, I think a lot of players go through this. You know, we know the, the emphasis story with uh, Dave Dorson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, you know, we've heard Tom Waddle talk about it quite a bit as well. So, I mean, this... I don't obviously I'm not a doctor I just play one on the radio but um, <laughs> you know this is a scary situation yeah yeah I mean uh, we, we've all seen the effects of our favorite players uh, we had a Seau you had Duerson you had a bunch of these players uh, who gone through it they donated their, their brains and well that, so, yeah that, and that's why the infa- infamously Dave Duerson shot himself in the chest right yeah for that to, reason yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so I mean look wish him the best I mean there's not a whole lot that that we can say other than there must be something going wrong mentally. Right. Yeah. Hopefully he's dealing with some demons, and hopefully, uh, yeah. And you feel bad because these guys are going out there, they're hitting head to head, you know, hitting people's shoulders, face, you know, whatever. They're giving their all for so many years. There's definitely sacrifice to playing football. Exactly. Yeah, right. And yeah. that's a lot. Of, that's a huge toll on your body. Huge toll on your body. So some of these guys, you know, they're seeing stuff or hearing stuff that's not there. I mean, it it. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I think Mike said it best. We just wish him the best. And, you know, even though he is on our rifle team, uh, you know. We just don't know what's going on with him. And there's things bigger than football. So, yeah, 100%. 100%. All right, story number three. And uh, I think you guys are going to like this one because it's a Tinder story. Woo. Woo. Swiping. (laughs) Uh, I guess we have some experience on this uh, podcast here. (laughs) All right. Which way do you swipe? Oh, I don't know. I'm not on Tinder. Up or down? <laughs> back to front or front to back? <laughs> <laughs> he needs the poop knife. Oh! 
no. All right, story number three. This girl conned thousands of dudes into going into a mass Tinder date with her. This is insane, man. <laughs> Sounds okay. like fun. <laughs> According to the New York Magazine, <laughs> Natasha Ponte planted or <laughs> planted a seed or rather dozens of seeds for her scheme about a month ago when she matched uh, with a boatload of dudes on Tinder and gave them all the same <laughs> spiel. As one who claims he was duped by her and tells it, her, his, her message went a little something like this. Um, I I text her and we, we small talk <laughs> About work This isn't shorthand So it's hard to like Break down uh-huh. uh, It's we not because you can't read Well yeah that too uh, Then she goes You actually, work with children Yeah <laughs> it, it's, it's actually contagious now I have a huge presentation I'm working for my job You would be offended If I go back on you In like a week or two uh, When we have more free time You're cute But I want to meet you I'm just too busy right now So she essentially Was sending all these Messages to these dude um, Met him at Union Square and uh, yeah, it was pretty much like a Hunger Games. She had her own version of the Bachelorette. Yeah, that's one hundred percent what happened. I mean, <laughs> I'm not mad at her. So, Juan, if you're using Tinder, be careful. <laughs> this, is a hey, caution- man, there, this is a cautionary tale. There's there's hundreds of single women in your area that might want to date you. Farmersonly.com. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa boy, whoa boy. I mean, I think this is like a you know a double standard because if a do- like, dude would do this. It'd be all like huge news. Like, oh, yeah, oh, this guy's a, a big, yeah. he's a douchebag for right. doing this. One hundred percent. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. There's hey, there, but there's double standards go both ways. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. What do you I think mean, Tinder was for? Finding love? I don't know. I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> I think that's Match.com. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Tinder box. That's not what Tinder's for. Christians only over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any more comments on the Tinder? No, we're good. We're good? I think we're good. All right, guys. I'm Big Z, and that's been news to me. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. This is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to all right e what's going on with the golden domers of notre dame notre dame running back kyron williams got 1000 yards rushing on the season for the second year in a row and the notre dame fighting irish finished the regular season with an 11-1 record after taking down the stanford cardinal that is right cardinal because for some reason they don't have a uh that's at the end of their name it's just the cardinal not the cardinals so one bird it, well it means the that's, color. The, that's the bird it, they got it's actually in reference to the color Believe that or not. Uh, Final score, 45-14 to in another very relaxing game. It was clear from the start of the game that Notre Dame was going to likely win big, but how big was the bigger question? This was the the last time Notre Dame was going to be able to show itself to the college football playoff committee, and yes, style points were needed. Despite the the impressive victory over Stanford on Saturday, Notre Dame lost ground in the latest AP college football poll. Uh, the Fighting Irish dropped from number five to number six. It's the first time in six weeks that Notre Dame, which has won seven straight, has dropped in the polls. Brian Kelly made his case for the Golden Domers to be in the playoffs with his post-game interview. Well, eleventh victory, uh, certainly one that uh, 
you know, we feel like we controlled the game from start to finish, 24-0 at the half. Uh, that's 100 points now if you guys weren't counting over the last two weeks to 14. Um, it's, it's a really good football team. I think it's one of the best four teams in the country. Um, we controlled what we needed to control. Um, and, and that was uh, to play really good football on offense, defense, and special teams over the past six, seven weeks. And uh, we've done that. So uh, we made our case. Um, we'll now sit back and uh, you know see what uh, other people think. But uh, we got one of the best four teams without question in my mind. Despite the fact that he took forever to spit Very that out. Very compelling yeah. Holy statement. cow. That was a Matt Nagy school. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt Nagy would have threw a bunch of other words in the middle to fill yeah. the gaps. But it's not a word salad. It was, was more kinda, world soup. That was kind of more like Bill Belichick-y to me. Yes, yeah. 100%. 100%. But look, hey, Jack Cohn had a pretty damn good day. 26 for 35. 345 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Tyler Buckner did have a uh, rushing touchdown which on a really impressive run. Kyron Williams only 19 carries for 74 yards uh, with two touchdowns. I mean, so this was a very, a game that they dominated from, from start to finish. I mean, there was no chance that Stanford was coming out of here. I mean, like you said, 20 up 24, nothing in the first half. And the problem is, is that you had a lot of other big matchups going on as well. Yep, right. So one big factor that's going to change the way that these voters work in the, uh, in the, in the playoff right now is the fact that there was a huge big 10 matchup between number six, Michigan and number two, Ohio state. Well, Ohio state's 29 game win streak was snapped with a big upset. Um, and Jim Harbaugh finally beat Ohio State. This result jumped Michigan up to number two. Instead, so they swapped with Ohio State, and and they're going to end up facing uh, number fifteen Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. Iowa kind of floating around and flirting with a really good record all year. And the other thing that happened was Oklahoma State slid up into the number five spot after beating Oklahoma. So, like I said before, who you beat and when you beat them matters. And that one loss early to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That's not helping them right now because, yes, Cincinnati is very good, but Cincinnati had a really weak schedule, and in the long run, that was the one team that they beat. Now, who else is Notre Dame beating? They're beating up on guys that are not that good as well. So right. that's where you're really going to get tripped up in, in, in uh, rankings like this. So what's going to happen with Notre Dame? I mean, I mean, because they're not in a Big Ten championship. They're not in a— so, yeah, it really depends on what happens in this in the uh, in the championship games next weekend because uh-huh. you have your Big Ten championship, your ACC, right? Uh, you know what I mean. So your SEC and all that stuff. So re, uh, depending on what happens in those those championship games, that's where it really affects Notre Dame not being in a conference because they have no chance to redeem themselves right. or try to pick that up and try to get a, a win over a bigger opponent. Where you look at all of these other teams, the other teams do. I mean, you know, you look at Michigan now; they got to face Iowa, which we know is no joke, right? But it's a very favorable win for them. I mean, favorable uh, matchup, matchup for, for them, right? Right. And uh, another thing is that Michigan State also has, has been coming out on fire. They've been very good all season. And uh, Mel Tucker, former Bears defensive coordinator, head coach of Michigan State, got a 10, 10, 10 year deal. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. For you, Melly Mel. Yeah, I mean, hey, make your money. You, you didn't do nothing here. Tressman kind of threw you under the bus, but uh, oh, yeah. All right, Gigantor, what's going on with Chicago's Big Ten team? So, guys, this week we have a two for. Oh, that's oh, because boy. Northwestern played against the Illini. And for once, for once, the Illini actually showed some fight. Yeah, the fight in Illini. Yeah, finally. 
So Illinois dominated the Wildcats from the beginning and scored more points, 37 in the first half against Northwestern than did in any full game. That's 30 against both Nebraska and UTSA all season. The Illini now wait to see if they can manage a bowl invitation with five wins. It's not impossible given the strong end to the Illini season. Now, Northwestern looked lost throughout the game, and we will have to wait a year for a chance to win back the Landon Lincoln Trophy, which is given to the winner of this longstanding rivalry game. So, Northwestern, what does that mean for them? Their season is done. Yep. There, there's no way they're going to do anything with that. No mas. They're done. Yeah, no mas. The Illini, as right now, they're hoping for a bowl invitation. We'll see how that goes. It all depends on what happens I, this weekend. I wouldn't invite them to a fucking Captain Crunch Bowl. Hold <laughs> on. They're going to end up at, like... The new, the new Mexico State Champion Reward Zone, you know, championship Auto bowl zone game. bowl. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's going to have so many damn names. It's going to be like uh, how they keep changing that guaranteed rate. I was going to say the guaranteed rate. Wow. <laughs> hey, it's going to have more names than a Venezuelan baseball player. Whoa. <laughs> there you that, go. That's hey, a callback. That's a good yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> a callback. <laughs> so hey, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I, it, considering what Northwestern did last season, I think we're surprised to see Northwestern being the really weak team compared to Illini this season. Right. I mean, let's not lie and say either one of these teams is very good, but no, I mean, no. we did really did not yeah, see no. any fight out of Northwestern at all this year. Yeah, I don't know where. I mean, they just literally became cats. They fizzled out. Yeah, yeah. like I said, they were playing with that yarn. That's what it was. <laughs> They weren't wildcats. They were just cats. They're just they're just cats. Oh man! All right, Z, what is going House on? Cats. House cats. House cats. <laughs> like Idris Elba and cats. Oh boy. Oh. Uh, Z, what's going on with the Chicago Blackhawks? The Chicago Blackhawks did it. <laughs> they finally defeated St. Louis in an impressive fashion. They're down. They were down two zero after uh, dominating the first period by the Blues. The Blackhawks had to force themselves to play a tight game. Uh, and both to get to get the deficit down while increasing their scoring chances, they could not give up another goal, and they did not. Kevin Nankinen stood his stood on his head for the team as they found their game, and they found their game just in time. The team is not known for their gritty style yet, but it, but it's starting to be there now with, on a consistent basis. The Blackhawks average close to thirty hits uh, a game now, something that was unheard of in, in the early 2010s. As their top guys are, are starting to pick it up. The depth scoring is starting from the fourth line, something that we did not expect at all. The top line contributed with the tying goal in the third by Brandon Hagel on a tip-in. Jonathan Taves would have had his first goal of the season, which is very fucking surprising. <laughs> he hasn't had a goal yet. Um, but longtime teammate Patrick Kane was offsides uh, prior to the goal. So a serious ouch that these uh, the top guys are not doing it yet. Uh, the top line made their impact later in the game. However, as grinding down by the net will lead to a dirty tipping goal. This is a new look Blackhawks system, something we also cover on a week-to-week basis. So there's improvement that's been going on now. They're 6-4 and four in the last 10 games, and the Hawks will see the Capitals and Rangers later this week. What, what can you tell me about the, the, uh, the Capitals and the Rangers, Z? Uh, they play hockey. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey... Let's do that hockey. All right, let's do that hockey, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I mean, look, hey, if, if it sounds like we don't know what we're, what we're talking about, there's a reason for that. Because we don't know what we're talking about, especially when it comes Not to hockey. hockey. We will do whatever we can to provide you the news. We try to do our best with yep, hockey. Yep. So, I you mean, guys like, will be able to cut right through the bullshit. The, the best part is that uh, we always get a nice reprieve to hear Z pronounce these uh, awesome uh, European names. It's oh, I got Lincoln in today. You did? Yeah, today. 
today. Today. Today. Hey, points for me. Yeah, today. <laughs> <laughs> that Patrick Toes guy is awesome. <laughs> Patrick Toes, that's right. Oh, man. Look, hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. It's that time again. Ooh. What time is that? Ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right. Two, three, four. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme All right. Jimmy Butler and the Heat came into the UC this past Saturday, and it felt like a playoff game at the UC because it was rocking. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it was rocking. It was playoff intensity. Thank you, 1994 uh, NBA announcer. NBA Jams, 94. <laughs> it's rocking. on fire. Yes. It was a lot of, it was a brotherly, brotherly reunion for the DeRozan and Lowry, formerly of the Raptors of Toronto. So that was a nice thing to see these two guys who are actually like brothers. They call each other and text each other on a daily basis. Right. They signed pretty much the same deal. I think it was a $3, $3 million difference between uh, Lowry and uh, DeRozan. Um, it would have been nice to have them both here, but you know we, we don't have that type of money. I think they would have both ended up in Los Angeles if they were going to end up somewhere together. Oh yeah, oh, I think yeah. They, they, there was talk about the Bulls be interested in Kyle Lowry. Yeah, there was, but they wouldn't have had they wouldn't have had the money. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Like I think it was. I think when it came down to those two, it was one or the other. Plus, you rather have Lonzo Ball at this point of Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yes. It, well, the age. I mean, look yeah, at the, the age. age. Lowry's yeah. like what 35? Yeah. 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 Ball's 20. What 25? I mean, this is a much younger man. 24. Oh, okay. Well, even younger. Yeah, he knows his there birthday. <laughs> All right. 22 turnovers is ex- ex- what really cost the Bulls in, uh, the game versus the Miami Heat, along with Vucci Man not playing big versus P.J. Tucker, who is six inches smaller. Vucci Man Whoa. finished with seven. <laughs> Whoa. I know. Hey, man, get off the tinder. Uh, Vucci Man Whoa. finished with seven points and 11 rebounds. <laughs> Zach had 16 disappointing points, and the Rosen always carrying the load with uh, 28 points and 14 all in one quarter. Caruso, Caruso really balled out with 22 points, six assists, while Ball was on pace for a triple double early in the game, but ended up with 11 points, six assists, 11 rebounds. Just need consistency, and that, that's not there. No, it's not there. Zach had an off night. Yeah, he did. Lonzo had an off night. DeRozan and AC carried the offensive load, but Vucci man's got to get it going too. Yeah, when we talked about it a couple episodes where he was coming back from the uh, the Rona, mm-hmm. and we said it's going to take some time to get back yeah. into basketball shape. And yeah, but like if you're next to the rim, you ain't got to run much. You need mm-hmm. you need more than seven points, especially when you're an All Star. Who who's, they, they just played the Rockets, and I, I want to say it was the Rockets. They had a young kid on there that really bothered him. He's only like eighteen or nineteen years old, and he really really yeah. bothered Christian Vuce. Wood. No, it's it's a it's a young uh, European guy. I want to I want to say it was the Rockets, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, he might have even been from. Uh, Cause it's turkey to eat, so good. Matter of fact, I think he is actually a Turkish basketball wow. player. Wow, he's not <laughs> he's not Turkish. No, no. He just wanted to find a way to get that clip in. Yeah. But you know what? Honestly, besides Vucci, we need other people doing rebounds too. We're not getting enough rebounds as it is, and that's that's where we're lacking right now. We need some rebounds, a little bit better on defense, especially on those transitions, man. We're yeah. still seeing a lot of one-on-one basketball. Yep, and yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's irritating. You you see yeah. you see Lonzo Ball carry the ball, gives it to DeRozan, gives it back to Lonzo Ball, gives it back to DeRozan. Just three seconds less, and he has to take a little uh, an up uh, contested shot. Just put on tape of Golden State. That's how you have to. No, no one is. As soon as you pass, you should be cutting to the basket to take the defender away. Without the ball, yeah. right? Yes. That, then that's not happening. Everyone's sitting at the three point line, and that's what's killing us. Especially because we're shooting under forty percent from three point line. You just gotta get in that paint. 
You deserve that shit because my man Alperin Sanguin is on the Rockets and he is from Turkey, ladies and gentlemen. So I was once again fucking right. That's right. <laughs> We're again, talking about Vucci Man again. is not. That's why I thought you meant Vucci Man. Now, this kid right here, he really, really gave uh, Vooch a lot of problems. When you look at him, Vooch, you could tell that he's a 30-year-old and this kid was 19. And when you look at that, like I said before, even with him in the game, they're going to have a problem with some of these bigger opponents. So, I mean, that's the thing is that you do need consistency. You got to make sure that when Lonzo Ball is chucking up 20 shots, he's not only hitting three shots. And it's the same thing with Zach Levine because he starts to fall in love with his three-point shot. He needs to drive to drive in the lane more because he can actually pull up and get that jumper. Now, Vooch, I think he's still trying to get his rhythm back from being out for a while. So, I mean, like he you had rhythm before he got out, but that well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Is that, right? You got to see everyone because you got to remember you got three guys. Like I said before, the reason why these three click so quickly together is because they have the same skill level as far as, as far as their athleticism is concerned and their shooting ability is concerned. Vooch ain't that guy. Vooch is kind of a bigger guy, a plotting guy. He's got some of those quick moves and stuff like that with that turnaround and everything like that, mm -hmm. but. He's still out of rhythm with these much faster players. And that's where he's going to have to figure out and pick and choose where he's going to be. So that age, is, that age is creeping up on him? It's not age. It's just his physical ability. He's just he's well, a remember, lot slower than a lot of these younger, faster guys. And he's, all, he's also described as a shooter where, like, you know, as a big man, most of the time they should be in the paint. He's a, rebounds. Last that. season, he's a 40% three-point shooter, though. I mean, he, he can definitely shoot the ball. He's, he's just, oh, he has not found his rhythm for whatever reason. Like, I, I think I told you guys on the last episode, he starts out slow. Like, historically, yeah. he start, starts out slow. I'm not really too worried about him. I think he'll be fine. He's but like they, a Cuban in April. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but, but they need better production. Kobe White played 20 minutes and only had, what, four four points? Yeah, he was, he was off, five too. from the three. So, it happens. You know, it happens. You just got to bounce back. And uh, you know, get them next game. So, how far are we into the season right now? How many games have they played? A quarter of it. So, what, 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 the Bulls what you, are thirteen and eight. They're thirteen and eight. 21. So, what do you what do you think right now? Great math. What, what, how, how how do you feel like the, the Bulls are doing <laughs> right now? I think they're better than I expected them to be. Yeah, I said they're gonna end up being a four seed. Yeah. They oh my goodness! Didn't see that coming. I'm deep. <laughs> I had to do it. I definitely created a monster. Hey, they're, calm down. They're calm still, down, you they're couldn't still, do it. They're still gelling involved no. into the team. They're still gelling. They're still working the kinks out. See, my concern of them being fourth right now is they're behind the Wizards. Uh, the, Wizards, the Wizards don't scare me though. I no, mean, no, no, I'm not scared they're of them. Starting but we out should be, very, we should very be good. Above the Wizards, no matter what. Right, but but what you're describing is is. That's not what you think of the Bulls right now. You think about because you got to remember you don't know we we don't know who the fuck the Wizards have played. True. You know what I mean? We don't know who we've played very very difficult teams and to be at this record at this point in the season, I think that's pretty impressive. They went to the East Coast and every not to be uh, they went to the West Coast. To be fair, when they played the Clips, who was missing? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Okay. Right. When they played the Lakers, who was missing? LeBron James. When they played Ooh. the Nuggets, uh, you, you, all these players are missing. I know. Never heard I mean, of. Yeah, yeah. Never. never but what heard. I'm saying is that. They got a break because when they went on the West Coast, they played these teams without their biggest stars, right? So you do get a break, but you have to win those games. You have to win who's you, in front of you. You lose that damn game in Portland right there, and that's kind of foreshadowing what you're seeing in these last couple of games where they can't beat the Pacers. They can't sit there and hold them off. You know what I mean? Like like I said, I think so far this season, the only I think there was another game where they where they lost pretty big. Um, 
but the only game that you saw this season where they really got blown out was that Golden State game because yeah. Steph, Steph caught fire. But I, I wouldn't say there's another team that they just got kind of beat up on a, a few days ago, and it was an, it was just kind of an, a, a weird game where they just really couldn't find their rhythm, the and they Pacers. just felt like was it the Pacers? Yeah, the Pacers, one hundred nine seventy seven. Beat the brakes off them. That's what it, that's what it was. And I mean, yeah. and, and you just like you're just out of rhythm that night. And it's the NBA. You play a lot of games, but those are the games that like I, I can accept those because it's like yeah, you just out of gas that day. But the games where they lose by three fucking points, those are the drones that drive me nuts. Well, mm-hmm. look, that Pacers game that you mentioned, you know, yeah, they got their butts kicked. Then they lost to the Rockets by five, but then they came back and beat the Magic by like, what, 20, no, 35 points. I know, who was on the Magic? Ain't nobody no, on. but I'm saying, like, that's they, what I'm saying. That's the NBA all, guy. They wasted all their resources on the Magic game, and then when it came to the Heat. Wendell Carter Jr. Yep, they did have Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> when they, well, no, when it, it came to the Heat game, they just I, fell short. I think, I mean, I think that was more of a revenge game for Vooch going back and playing against his original team. That is their big name. You know what I mean? When that's their only is their name. big name? I don't know. That's Man. their only name. No, I don't know anybody else on this team. I don't know who Jalen Suggs is or Gary Harris. Cole Anthony. Who? Greg Anthony's son, Cole Anthony. Okay. He's on He's on the Magic. Really? I don't even see his that's name why, That's here. why you got the NBA guy here, right? That's right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fans. We'll be right back with some Bears football after a word from our sponsors. Ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right. Two, three, four. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded Hacia's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? Oh, yeah. This is three and out. Yo, E, what's going on with the Chicago Bears? Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Wow. They really, really tried to lose that Thanksgiving game, didn't they? Oh, sure. Holy Bunch of turkeys. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people got pissed off about that graphic. 
So what? That 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 Matt Nagy's had in a turkey graphic. Yeah, people were uh, too thrilled about that. But guess, yeah, yeah too bad. Uh, look, Andy Dalton and the Bears pulled it out in the end after a short week, which felt much longer due to due to the swirling rumors of Matt Nagy being fired after the game. The Bears managed to squeak by the winless Detroit Lions with a final of sixteen to thirteen. Here is uh, Andy Dalton talking to Fox's Tom Rinaldi after the game. Joe, thank you very much, Andy. Congratulations, a great win this week. You described this season as a roller coaster. How would you describe this point in the ride? Man, I mean, I feel like that game was a roller coaster. You know, it's like we were doing some some things really well, then, you know, uh, had some downs and back up, you know, at the end of the game and made the plays when we needed to. So, I mean, that, that's what it's all about and a uh, big win for us. There was so much swirl around your head coach in particular in a shortened week, a difficult week, a week each of you described as having its challenges. What does the win mean to get for your coach? It means a lot. And, uh, I mean, there's like I said uh, a couple of days ago, there's been no quitting anybody. And, I mean, we showed that today. We fought to the very end, kicking the field goal at the end, happy for Cairo, game winner, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we needed this win. Yeah, they really needed that win. They had not won. They were in like a five-game uh, losing streak. Dalton actually had a pretty damn good game. He went 24 for 39 for 317 yards with one touchdown and one pick. Yeah, that offense looked a lot different with Dalton in it. And it, it moves a little better, I think. It, it moves differently Just because he's he's so used to seeing the, the coverages And he's he's a veteran So he can see things better He was a quality quarterback for a long, oh, long yeah. time Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was, he was a good he's quarterback a, He's not just a backup He was a, a quality starter for many, many seasons Right and he, But he had weapons over there You know what I mean? Like he had very good players to play with in Cincinnati You know, you had A.J. Green with him for a long time And remember, he took over for Carson Palmer Who sat there And he was actually a very good uh, uh quarterback for them too so i mean like it was just the changing of the guard over there and it, and i think especially in a place like cincinnati kind of like what we had here they had a bit of a revolving door over that quarterback position right right i mean what what about what's going on with the running game man Something i mean about that. hey you got you gotta you gotta create holes you gotta make them where you know what i mean like that's what it is if the holes are not there you have no you have no way to stuff those holes there's no way to fill the holes if the holes don't appear in front of you you just yeah. couldn't let it go i i, I, no. I, I, saw, I, was, I was waiting for the turkey sound there already. Was, i was waking i was i was looking at all the fucking reactions just watching the two of y'all look at each other he said it again uh look uh, look the running game, I don't know what the fuck is going on with the running game. You know what I mean? They have two it's, good running backs. Really good running backs. Two good running backs. They don't have Tariq Cohen, but you see them, and a lot of people are still sitting here and clamoring for Cordell Patterson because he's doing a lot of different things now that he's in Atlanta. But when he was here, he didn't really do those things. When he was in uh, uh, Minnesota, he didn't really do, the, do those things. When he was in New England, he didn't really do those things. So, I mean, like, why? We should have kept him. Shut the fuck up. If you didn't like him last year, he was terrible. The what the fuck? You're not, not going to change the season. You're not changing the scheme for one player. Right. Especially Cordell Patterson. No. It's stupid. You know what I mean? Look, hey, I'll tell you what. A-Rob didn't play in this game. We know Max out for the season. Mm -hmm. I think Roquan got hurt during the game. But the new Bears' number one wideout, Darnell Mooney, had a monster game. Five receptions, 123 yards. I mean, like, you can't tell me that this is not going to be the next uh, star in the Chicago Bears. I hope so. I really hope so. I, he's one. Of, he's on all my fantasy teams. Yeah. Because he's, he's a stud. Because Mooney is money. Yeah, and Mooney it's good to see him step up. Yeah. And him and Fields are young enough to... Yes. Create this relationship, this working relationship. Well, they actually have really good chemistry because obviously they they were both the backups, and Mooney does play with the second team, so he's going to get yeah. a lot of reps, and they have a lot of chemistry. Uh, but you, you see, uh, you see uh, Dalton, Dalton can throw it wherever he wants. 
So if he sees him open, he's gonna get him. Well, he sees him open, and he knows he he knows when to lead the player to right. the throw right. where the ball is gonna land. And that's because, one of the big problems that Justin Fields has is that he he has doesn't have that touch yet. Yeah, he can't throw a receiver open. No, that's the that's no, the biggest yet. difference. Not yet. No, not at all. But one thing I will say is that my guy Cole Komet from the University of Notre Dame was on fire on Thanksgiving. Finally. Eight receptions, sixty-five yards. I mean, this is what oh, you damn need. time. This is what you yeah. need. Yep. Look, Jimmy Graham got some of the action with two receptions of his own. Uh, David Montgomery with three. Jakeem Grant, the uh, returner they brought over from Miami, with two receptions. But look, Demir Bird, four receptions that we have not heard anything from this guy all season really, and he was a guy that was uh, a speedster. Same with Godwin, and uh, he came over from the uh, Patriots, and apparently they didn't need him anymore because look what they're doing. But we took him over here, and and that was the thing I said. I think when you got these these receivers that are so fast, mm-hmm. Mooney, Godwin, you look at uh, Demir Bird, you need Justin Fields there because he can get you the ball that fast. He just has to work on his touch and his accuracy. If he can get that synced up, they will be fine. It's going to come in time. Oh, yeah. Once they develop him a little bit better, I think he'll be able to hit those guys in stride and they'll be able to take off and you know make those big runs, big plays. Do you have these players that can stretch the field? Yep. And 300 and what yard? 317 yards for Dalton. Once we have uh, Fields having 300 y- yard games, you're going to see a big difference in, in the score and, and wins. Well, you're going to see a big difference in the fact that now they're afraid of his arm, too. Right. And not just sitting in there exactly. waiting for him to run. That's a big difference. Exactly. So Matt Nagy came out after the game and he spoke a little bit about the win. Um, as far as the game, uh, the only thing I can do is, is give complete appreciation and thanks to. Um, to the players and coaches, um, I can't ask for anything more. I mean, they're, they're, this is this is a special group across the board, and um, you know, obviously, stating the obvious, we've been through uh, some stuff, the distractions the last couple of days, but it just proves to to who they are. You know what I mean? So, you know, hey, there was a lot of reports that came out that his players are the, are part of the, the crew that's in the background saying fire, <laughs> you know, fire Nagy, fire Nagy. So, I mean, like. You know, it's it's it sounds like he still has a little bit of shred of respect from his players, but how big is that shred? It doesn't seem to be very big. Probably like twelve players on the team. Yeah, out of fifty-two. Mm-hmm. I, no, I'm, I'm sure he's a good guy, but they've made up their mind. Like they no, know he's a when, great guy. They know when someone can coach them and take them to the next level, as far as next level playoffs and and beyond. He's Trustman 2.0. No, he's not. He's no. far better than Trestman. I'm sure Mark Trestman's a great guy, too. No, we put up me. way more points with Trestman. No, it doesn't matter. As a coach, as a coach and a leader, Matt Nagy is a head and shoulders above and beyond Mark, Mark Trestman. Look, it's just what it is. You you can equate points to it or whatever. You look points and wins. Time. Points and wins. Okay, this game, we had a lot of people, a lot of fans come out and talk shit about the fact that they kneel, they knelt down towards the end of the game and took that field goal instead of trying to run it down their throat. No. Hey, you just lost the last two fucking games in the last two minutes. Yeah. Secure the, the victory. Yeah. You lost to two teams that you shouldn't. You had right there in the palm of your hand to fucking beat. And that, and that was with Justin close. Fields. Yeah, that's way too close. And that, yeah, that game against the Lions is too way close. too close. And I'd rather take my chance with, the, with a good kicker. Uh, yeah, 100%. But yeah. that's what I'm saying is that how, how are you mad that they like went for the win? I don't understand that. See, because this is the problem, too. When you have the ball in those situations... If you throw the ball, you have a chance of an interception. If you hand it off, you have a chance of a fumble. You take right. the points. Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed. 
Look, uh, we alluded to it a little bit earlier. The big news of the week was the rumor that uh, Nagy, he was, that he was notified that he'd be fired following the game, regardless of the outcome. This rumor originated from a guy who apparently has a Pulitzer, and he apparently does a, a podcast with Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson, who did not play. Um, you know, every, everyone ran with that shit, and we ran with it. I mean, we put it on the page. I, I, I was at there over there trying to make the graphic. Hey, he's, he's still here. Fired. He's still there. And, and here's the thing. You know damn well that those fire naggy chants have been loud no matter where you go. And the Bears kind of threw him under the bus. And in that midweek press conference, somebody did ask him about that report. That is not accurate. You know, I have not, um, you know, I have great communication with ownership with George and Ted and, and Ryan, but uh, I have not had any discussions. So it, according to him, this discussion has never taken place. It's a short week. You just played Sunday. You got to get ready for a Thursday game, a Thursday Afternoon game, mm. there's no time to have that meeting. You got to get that team ready. That was very Tresmany. And plus, I heard who, about it. Yeah, I read something about it. Who's gonna tell? Who's gonna tell an employee? Hey, you're getting fired on Thursday, no matter what happens, and expect them to be okay with it. Come on now, he's not gonna hear about it until it's gonna happen. I don't know about Hendry that. was. Yeah, Hendry was told yeah. that early as on. But he had to do the, all the signings and trades before yep. then he, yeah. they let him go. It's, it's not unheard of to no. keep, you know, like, hey, like you see it in college football all the time. Hey, you're going to be fired after the end of the season. We will let you coach that bowl game if you want. Right. Coaches that are fired a lot of times don't coach the bowl game because they're like, you know, fuck you. Right. And or if they're leaving for another school, or, you know, yeah, we see Lincoln or, Riley is going to go from Nebraska over to USC. That was reported yeah. uh, this this weekend. So, you know, he probably won't coach a bowl game and shit. So, you know what I mean? Like those are kind of situations. But it's not completely unheard of to tell someone, hey, just let you know. This is your last one. This is your last one. It's like the last this last the last call at the bar. But like, hey. One more, one more. That's all you get is just one more. Yeah. Just so yeah. you know. Just so you're aware. So, I mean, look, uh, I got a question for y'all. What what has to happen next? Is there any possible way that Matt Nagy can salvage the way that Bears fans think about him? Why would you want him to salvage that? I, that that's there, what I'm asking. There's, there's absolutely no way. There's no way. He's lost that squad. He's lost that team. He's lost the fans of Chicago. Yeah. When, when, when the United Center is cheering... For your firing, you're done. Oh, not only the United Center. I was at AEW on Wednesday, and all the fans were doing a fire naggy chants at a wrestling show. Oh, there was a fire naggy chant at the um, at his son's football game. Yep. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. It doesn't really make me feel good rooting for somebody to get fired. But no, exactly. I don't. No, we did the same thing with guard packs. We did the same thing with guard packs. I don't want him to be the coach of the Chicago Bears any longer. How about that? No, no, no. Here, here's my thing: is that I'm not telling you that I want Nagy to remain as the coach of the Bears because I, I think, I think what we've seen so far, I have a feeling that Matt Nagy is going to come back in like five or ten years and like actually lead a team really well because he'll take what he learned in his first co- head coaching job and do. And he's a young guy; I mean, he's possible. early forty. No, he's you know going to so get another is, job. This is a guy that like he's he, if he goes somewhere else and becomes successful in, in in offense and calling plays and things like that. I think that's his biggest downfall is that he thought that he had to take all control and he couldn't figure out how to how to delegate, delegate. the jobs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big part of it. As your first, I mean, like. He came up with with what uh, uh, the Eagles and like the film room and shit like that. Yeah. Like he had to work his way up, and I think once he got that position, he just took on way too much for himself. Didn't delegate the job that he needed to, which was calling plays, and he just said, "Okay, well, this is all on me." He tried to be um, 
Andy Reid, but he's not Andy Reid yet. He no. could be there. I see it. I, I see Andy Reid's what got they're 30 years of coaching. That's he's, exactly he's still right. Young. He's There's potential. Time. And yeah. that's what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I'm not saying that at this t- point in time, I think Matt Nagy is the correct coach, uh, coach to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. But what I am saying is that I think I see, I do see the potential in him. And I, I always equate it to be Brian Pace the first time he had a job like this. Mitch Dubisky, very inexperienced. Matt Nagy. I mean, they're all birds of the feather right there. I feel like. Mitch Trubisky does have some skills that he could become a very viable starter in the NFL. I feel like Brian Pace has actually gotten better as time has gone on. Despite what you think about him drafting uh, Trubisky and some of the moves that he's made to try to move up, he's got all the balls in the world because he sees the player he wants, he goes after it. Mm-hmm. 50% of all first-round picks are failures. I don't care who the GM is, doesn't matter. So we got to ease back on that. And now that I've said that, do you think if Nagy goes... Does Pace also have to go? I think you got a clean house, and not not only him, but uh, all of all of upper management, Ted Phillips, everybody. You wipe that slate clean, and you get somebody with a proven record. Get somebody who actually has won some football games. Have a, a, a proven general manager that has put together a team that that's changed a, a, a culture and put a team into the playoffs in a certain amount of time. That's what you're looking for. Look what the Bulls done in a short amount of time that's what you're looking for that's the recipe right there yeah for me it's all about stability for justin fields right how can justin fields be expected to be a great quarterback when he's got a shaky culture where people are constantly getting fired he's got to learn a new system a new language jay cutler yeah Yeah. bing right fucking there right there people forget about what they did to jay cutler when it's just off shit i've I've talked we've talked about this over and over i was a big cutler fan too yeah so was i so i think that ryan pace you're talking about one year with Justin Fields. This is a GM that drafted him. And I think the more likely scenario than him actually getting fired is him moving up in the organization and having a higher role. To hire his replacement? That's asinine. Why? That's asinine. Why? It's all about place Cubs, and time. Cubs do it all the fucking time. It's all about place Cubs and time. do it all the time. Move yeah. a guy up and height. You know what I mean? You When you look at Ryan Pace's his resume, he you, you how many... You do that with someone with a proven record. What are you talking about? What have they won? Yes, let me ask have you. They won. Let me ask you a question. Yes. How do you win? How do you get a record if you never had a record? You understand what I'm saying? How do you gain a record? How do you build stability in a job and show that you can gain and you can and, and employ and bring in players that are good? But you're rewarding him prove- with no proven record. Matt Nagy. He hasn't hit. been you you forget what he fucking came into? Oh, a shit show, yes. Like not even a shit, like a whole bag of shit, and yeah. then that shit had babies, and they had baby shits in the back of them. I think Matt Nagy has done some things that will make other teams in the future consider Successful. him as a as a. Oh candidate. no, no doubt he'll get a coaching. He'll get a, as soon as he gets fired, if he gets fired this season, he'll get another position by the end by like two weeks from there. They'll be like, oh, we need an OC or quarterback oh, coach. He's, he's definitely going to get a, a right, job. Right, right. He'll get a job right away. But you got to get rid of Ryan Pace. There's no way this guy it. has no proven record. You're gonna reward him by moving him up. No proven. But this, do, you under, do you understand what I'm saying? Is that how do you get a record if no one gives you a chance to obtain? You know, he's been here for seven years, right. and the first three years of uh, uh, Fox being forced down his throat. Yep. They forced Fox on him. Right. They says you can be our GM, but you got fucking Fox. Right. Because they were supposed to hire. They were supposed to hire a different GM, but he said no. I want. I want to fire Fox. And Trey Cutler, and they said, "No, you can't do that." That's my point. Is that now? That's what you, management. What you did is said, "This guy is our training guy. This is the guy that we are going to." And then, like I said, Trubisky didn't work out. But look at what happened with Deshaun Watson. You know what I mean? The only guy that's really a success out of that is Mahomes. 
Yeah. The only guy. Yeah. People bring Watson. Fuck you. That guy's done. He's not playing anymore, man. Like, this is like, oh, Michael Vick got. No, this shit is done. He's done. He's done. He's going to go home. He's going to go do whatever he does behind bars. He is done. So, I mean, like, really, one team got that right out of all three of them. Fine. Okay. That shit happens. Right. But what I'm saying is, you go up and down the line. Look at the, the failures that he's had, the, specifically with the first round. Okay, Kevin White injured. That's not his fucking fault. You can. He's a bust. Okay, he, he's a bust in the sense that he hasn't gotten to play because he was fucking hurt. How? What do you? How do you? You can't control that. You yeah, can't, can't control, control that shit. Okay, Roquan Smith, two first round picks that turned into Khalil Mack. There's a lot of players, especially early in the draft, that you say, "Oh, okay." Well, I didn't realize he was that high in the draft. There was years where they did not have a first round pick because they were moving up and trying to get the guy. You can have 15 picks, and if those 15 picks aren't the guy that you want or guy that you need in your organization, what's the point? In his defense, he hit on Roquan. He hit on Roquan. Oh, yeah. He hit on a lot of players. He, hit, he did hit on a Especially lot of players. Especially later on in the drafts. He's, he's made some really good Leonard players. Floyd is a good player. Leonard right. Floyd got a new contract with the Rams and has been kicking ass over there. He got hurt. He hurt his hand. He was a little skinny when he came out of college. He hurt his hand, and he never really got to his full potential here with the Bears. Now he's a little bit older. He bulked up a little bit. He's healthy. He's kicking ass over the Rams. That is a good pick. It just didn't Eddie work Jackson out Eddie Jackson was an impact player for 100%. a short amount of time. David Montgomery's a good player. Mooney is a good player. There are plenty of players that he has on this team that he brought in that have been very Khalil good. Khalil Herbert's a good player. Right. Yeah, solid. He messed up on not, not really his fault. Uh, Jenkins, the kid that Tevin Jenkins, he, he but might no, be a very good, Jenkins he might be, a, be a very good player. Yeah, but you drafted Larry, a her player. Larry, you, took a, you rolled the dice on that. Yep, you that's fucking right. And that's my point is that you got the fucking cojones to sit there and take the chance. What round did they that's get Larry he, Borum? Seventh? Uh, fifth. Fifth. Look good. at look at the NBA guy. Very good player. Yeah, Larry Borum is a He's, good guy. Yeah, if, if if you're getting picked that late in the draft and you're starting, congrats to the yep. the GM. Took that, and, and yeah. that's what I'm saying is you look at early in the draft what he had what he had to deal with the fact that he wasn't even allowed to to pick his coach, and then he gets in his coach and whatever happened it don't work out he still had Van, he has still had Fangio over there he has done a lot of good things that people forget about go ahead back to your original question I think Nagy's got to go I believe they give pace maybe two or three years when did they extend him. They uh, the last year, the year before. They're not. They, he's not going anywhere. They extended, but they didn't release the, the details of the contract. Yeah, and there there that's, is something that's the going on. Right There's there, something yeah. going on, yeah. But I think they give they give Pace a chance to do something with the team that he's brought up, all the guys that he's picked, put in some new uh, a new head coach, maybe some new management, who knows, and see where we go in the next three. You, years. You've got to move Ted Phillips up. But this Phillips is the, this is the problem, guys. That's it right there. They that's Ted Phillips bullshit. It doesn't matter who's there, whether it's Pace or you bring in a new guy. Someone's got to fix that defense. Yeah. Well, the, the, it's no the, up front. They're fine, but the problem is they're getting older up front. It's in the back end. That's yeah. where they're hurting. Yeah, the secondary is just hot garbage. Yeah, they they got rid of Kyle, and they've been trying. Here's the thing: Let, let's not let's not kill, uh, kid ourselves. They have been trying to fill spots yes. in the secondary. You yeah. the it's players, all band-aids, though. Uh, Thomas Graham. It's they, all been bandaged. Kendall Vildor and fucking Eddie Jackson. How many Eddie games, Jackson fell apart? How many games can you guys count? I think maybe three that the offense won the game for them and the defense lost it at the end. Oh last, yeah, the, the last, last couple, yeah, yeah, couple, yeah. Games in the last two minutes. Yeah, but, what, what, but what, that's, that's my point. Justin Fields' record could be a lot different right now. Oh, that, absolutely. And that's my point is that it's all what is it? It's always downfield. It's always some fucking dude streaking out there, and then quarterback's like, "Oh shit, what you doing out there? Here you go." And then that's how it happens or you every fucking Vildor, time. Or you don't Ken, tag him when he's on the floor. Kendall Vildor oh, is not very yeah. good. Vildor yeah. is not very good. No, I, I people are calling for his head, and it's it's whatever. It's the same thing. I mean, we know that. Yeah, Jalen Johnson, Kendall Vildor, just God. Yeah, I mean, I'll be patient with Jalen Johnson. I seen, I seen a bunch, a bunch of things that he's done that I like. Yeah, I mean, look, there, there's, that's the problem is that they, 
you you draft these guys on potential, and sometimes they don't work out. Look at what happened. Like I said, with Eddie Jackson, they brought him in when when he should have been drafted higher. He was projected to be drafted higher. What about Des Newsom? He came in. Hurt his shoulder or clavicle, whatever it yeah. was, and then he didn't get a chance to come back. He got cut. No, yeah. they actually. I think he's on the practice squad right now. Yeah, but he's not playing. Like if he if he would have never hurt himself, he's, I'm sure it would have been a whole different story because he had some speed cut. behind him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they also have like three or four speedsters on the team along with Allen Robinson. You already have your four right there. So I mean, Daz Newsom's usage would have been pretty low anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, because don't forget they moved Anthony Miller. You move uh, Wims. You, you know, you they filled those spots with a lot of these speedsters, veterans in the league. So I mean, Daz Newsom being on their active roster was kind of a long shot to begin with. But I, but yeah, I mean, like they had to do something with him. They're like, hey, you've never played before. Now you're hurt. Uh, you're you're rail thin. I mean, I gotta. If you want to come back, hey, we'll put you on the squad. Like but you I were mean, saying, there's a lot of holes on this team that need to be filled. Filled. Stuffed. Stuffed. Filled. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. That's right, Phil. All right, one more question. I got a question. Yes, sir. So they just came out with the finalist for the Hall of Fame for NFL. Okay. Devin Hester is a finalist. Woo. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes, sir. In my book, yes. That's three yeses. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Change the change, change the, the game. Yeah, the, that they change the rules of the kickoff because of him. Yeah. I don't know. First touchdown I, in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, hey, you, you talk about personal memories. Look, I got his college card right there. No shit, I got it. I got it in the case right here. I think I don't think he makes it a first ballot because I think there's other players waiting to get in that they're gonna take before him. I think that's the reason. What do you think about the process? Are, are you good with the process of, of the Hall of Fame for the NFL? What do you mean? Uh, they only let certain people in at a certain time. Is there like, I think they were. Well, the I, process I, sucks because Terrell Owens should have been in immediately when he. That's he, what I'm saying. This, he had to wait because he pissed off a lot of people, a lot of media yeah. members who had votes. Yeah, that, I mean that happens in all sports. But I'm talking about like, I, I don't know what what is the process in the NFL draft. I mean NFL uh, Hall of Fame. Is it like four or five people at a time, or or is it just yeah, like I mean, baseball where they do percentages? I don't know exactly how many uh, they let in. I, I want to say it is a number um, because when you go up there, like we saw like Ray Lewis and Erlacher going the same year and things like that. But I, I think there's other players out there that are have been waiting to come in because, like you said, Terrell Owens waiting for for so long, and I don't even think he showed up for his ceremony, did he? Once he finally got in. I don't think so. He was like, no, nah, he was doing push-ups in his driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, again, everybody, everybody's got a Hall of Fame, and there's different rules. To me, to it. he's a he's a first ballot. Uh, yeah, he I, changed the game. He, he is a Hall so. of Famer. He, I just we don't, might be a little biased. Though. I don't. That's why, and that's why I, 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 I take a step back from that. I think I we love Devin Hester. We misinterpret the question: and is he a Hall of Famer rather than is he your first ballot? For, no, he's a, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Yes. That's what I'm saying. First ballot. It'll be tough. Special, That'd be tough. Te- special teamers don't usually get in. No, right, right, and but and special kickers. teamers. That's it. Yeah, it's you're not kick returners. So I mean, now that we're we're talking, I, I want to bring up one more thing. We do have this year, if I'm not mistaken, some of these steroid era baseball players are going to start falling off of their eligibility. They're going to be going to the uh, veterans committee. Yeah. That's what they fall into. So they, yeah. they, and then they'll be there for a Just couple years. Put them all in already. Put them in. Yeah. You got to put them in. It's a separate wing and say this was the steroid era, just like, you know, there was the segregation era. Because there's just no way that you're going to be able to know for sure. No, and no one's going to say anything now. Why would they say anything? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's I mean, no there's, pe- Why would you condemn a- yourself? A Rod was absolutely a Hall of Fame player. And he admitted oh. to, he got popped twice. Oh, yeah. Sammy Sammy Bonds, Sosa, uh, David Ortiz. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. David Ortiz got popped. Rafael Palmero. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he definitely took Well, yeah, but he, he's <laughs> fucking stood there waving his finger like, how dare you? I'm like, get the shit. Sit the fuck down. Rafael Palmero. What the hell? <laughs> who, who, who are you waving your finger <laughs> at, bro? Baseball is the most hypocritical I did sport. Not. Yeah, right? Baseball is the most hypocritical sport when it comes to rules. You you can yes. obey them for a couple years, and then you can don't have to obey them. You can't say, oh, let's change the baseball because the offense is down and then change it back yep. because the offense is up. Yep. Why didn't they ever accuse Greg Maddox of steroids? Because uh, he looked like us oh, and pitched a, well. Why so Greg Maddox? <laughs> because he had a dad bod from the time he was 11. Right. He literally went from puberty to dad bod. <laughs> That's how it happened. <laughs> he missed his 20s completely. Right. Like he was like, he he's always had a little bit of thinny hair. Look at that physical specimen right there. He, hey, he's got that forearm hair, the only fucking like dad bod guys have. And like way too much facial hair and then kind of balding, but not completely. Like that's that's him. That's how he's always been that guy. Yeah, he was never going to get accused of that. No. It was all that farting in the clubhouse. <laughs> His name's yeah. Mad Dog. Wasn't that, wasn't that Roy, Roy Rage? Mad yeah. Dog. Well, he was a motherfucker. He was a motherfucker. <laughs> but then you also have the baseball with the sticky shit. I mean, they've been using sticky shit for fucking centuries now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I bet you do. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So good. All that sticky stuff from one little turkey. Mm, I bet. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think it's time for a break. I think that was a little ridiculous. Uh, Let's take a quick break, and we will hear a word from our sponsors. Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. All right, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your Christmas gifts right now. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever it is, eight crazy nights, go and get your gear, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to visit our new friends over at ACSI.tech and check out their career sections to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on careers to apply today. Shout out to our friends at the Some of This and Some of That podcast. Uh, New episodes are available on all major platforms. And don't forget to check out my man, Mike Logic, on the Shy Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, ideal through MCN words. Talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out right now. 
Shout out to Ronesh. Shout out to Serious Beats for the beats we played on today's show. And shout out to Panic. Thank you so Damn. much for the beats. And don't forget, you can check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. And for our boy Serious Beats, go and check out PRODBySeries.com. PRODBySeries.com. Check out all of his music. Go and buy some beats. I know some of you rappers like beat, don't you? Yeah, go out there and support your local producer. Thanks, guys. All right. Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email, stirring the pot ideas, your movie recommendation. Tell us that you hate us or you love us. Let us know. We want to hear from you. Reach us at True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for E-Rock and the gang, this is Big Z signing off. We will see you next week for episode 74. Until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. Oh, my goodness! Didn't see that coming! I'm diddling deep! A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos! Show's over, show's over, show's over.